What's up, world? It's your boy Wes. And it's your boy Mosby. Coming at you with that locker room talk and the shorts on the sports. Where we keeping you locked in on the scores, but on the inside, it's a whole lot more. Because what's said inside the locker room stays inside the locker room. Here it is. What's going on, y'all? And welcome back. To another episode of Inside the Locker Room. We're back at it. We back are back again. at it my again. Brother, my brother. My brother. And we 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 definitely gotta first apologize because we've been off a little bit, mm-hmm. but um I think two weeks I gave yeah. a, people enough time yeah, to give, digest. Give time to just you know what I mean. Take some stuff in. I don't, I don't want to throw too much at y'all back to back. Like, well, these guys are coming at us, man. Well, I didn't get the last episode yet, so we didn't want to like get y'all nervous. We ain't right. doing that to y'all, but we, obviously we are. We are going to continue to give y'all that content. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot happening in the yeah, sports that's world. Yeah, a lot that's happening, man. So and and in the pop culture world. A whole lot. A whole lot. And so... What you want? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. So talk, talk about it. Because we, we, is that we going to start it off? We going to start off like that? I mean, well, okay. So for the for the fans listening in, all right, what Wesley is referring to is the versus battle between Gucci and Jeezy. And we were planning on coming to y'all with a little bit of like a vlog but we decided that we were going to bring it right. all in. We were just going to intertwine all that into the episode. I didn't realize they had some other heat ones well before. Like not Versus even, did? Yeah, not yeah. even. I know they had the Ludacris and, and Nelly. I don't know why they did that one. I don't know why. I didn't even get to see that one. I mean, you can go on the uh, Instagram page and you can still oh. scroll through. And they got them all back there that you can just scroll through and rewatch them over. Mm-hmm. The Ross and 2 Chains one was... Like some of the people they yeah. selecting is like two. I like two chances got hits, but man, come on now, Ross. But I, Ross, I thought like he didn't even play enough. Yeah, he didn't. I think they did another one of uh, the Brandy and Monica one. That one, that one actually broke some records. Yeah, yeah, that one was a pretty solid one. We saw the you know the the fifty and up mm. one, the, the fifty and up one. You know the Gladys Knight Patty Labelle special. My father stayed up for that. Hey, turn me up, pops. He doesn't do that on Instagram. Turn me up, pops. <laughs> Yeah, but they if you go back to their Instagram, they actually done some pretty cool ones, Swiss Beats and Timberland. They, you know, oh, they I would like DJs to see that. and stuff like that. I would so, like to see that. You know. But yeah, I mean going I mean I feel like I feel like Gucci won in the sense of pride. That's why I think okay. he won. In the sense get- of pride. Cause I mean if, if, just to, if, for people that don't know the story behind it, you know, Jeezy did send somebody out. They go kill my man Wop, and I believe it was over the so icy thing. That's I think that's what I think it was. It was about that. It was about something. I think um, Jeezy put it on his album, but he didn't. He wasn't trying to include Gucci or nothing into the royalties or something like that. Ah, uh, got upset. Blah blah blah. Okay. And on that big old diss, so Gucci made a diss track, and then he sent his man to go get Gucci. And of course, you know we know Gucci killed him. Blah blah blah. And that's why everybody that I, I had so much respect for Gucci because the first song he played was the track. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, this is how it's coming. Yes. This is this is this is how it started." So conflict sale, you know. And pride wise, Gucci won in my mind. <laughs> in, in my mind, we'll give it like the overall pride and stuff like for him to get on stage, do what he had to do. Because if you I mean, did, you watch it. You yeah. Watch it? Yep. 
You know, you see Gucci wasn't hearing none of that what Jeezy was saying. Jeezy was trying to talk up, saying, man, this for Nip, this for that. Gucci said, I ain't trying to hear none of that. Like, That's like, wild. Like, but you can't be mad, though. You can't. I can't Cause be mad. Because if somebody sent somebody to come kill you, how you well, going? No, I, no I, I'm, like, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I was just, I, the thing I had the biggest problem with is just like, I ain't saying that you need to get over that. Not saying that, yeah. but it did just seem like it was like two old heads, like just still carrying that. beef. But, but that's why it was the it, only awkward part about if it. If it wasn't the beef, like of saying, like if he had just smashed his ex or something like that, talked about him a yeah, little bit, I, yeah, I give him that. Like okay, since somebody to come kill you, I don't think I'm gonna like you this long. Nah, and for nah. Jeezy to get up on stage and act nah. like he ain't do nothing wrong, all right, bro, <laughs> come on, he he. Right, so that's why I say pride wise, I think Gucci won that in a way of like, dang, okay, maybe he has changed because we know how the old Gucci used to be. And I'm a Gucci fan, so I done been way back with his mixtapes and all that, and you know, his all his big chains, his, his Bart chains and stuff like that. So I know how he moved, but he won that overall. Now, music wise, yeah, I mean, Jeezy, nah, Jeezy, and during it, even go Gucci didn't play enough of what I think would have actually helped him out. Jeezy, he did, he did, uh, but he had some more, I believe, that would have like fit the mood. You know how Jeezy, yeah. Jeezy had a flow. Jeezy had a legit flow. You could tell he had a legit playlist. It was like it just went with it. And I was like, okay, you know, Wap was just throwing out songs like, I'm coming at you with this. I'm coming at you with that. I don't care. <laughs> he told my man to stop playing stuff in 2005. <laughs> I was like, but dang, bro, maybe that's, that's all he got. And that's what I was like, dang. That kind of is gonna make Gucci lose when he played um, that Bruno Mars song. Uh, what the, I, I, he had, yeah. he had more diversity. Yeah, he definitely had more diversity. Yeah. But like I said, man, I, the only thing I just wished would have kind of been squashed was just the beef before they got on stage. That's well, something had to be squashed. I, I know, I know, and, and maybe something. they did it for the ratings. I don't know. I was just like, it was a little awkward to see these old old cats beefing <laughs> about some stuff that happened back in two thousand five. And I know it included <laughs> his life. I know it included his life, but it's just like, bro, that was awkward to see, man, for a little bit. It, but it brought you back some memories. It did. It, it, it did. Some, it did. It did. And for the people that don't really listen to Jeezy, that made you realize he got some bangers. He got some. He hit. did. And I, I, mean, I remember some like days. Yeah, yeah. I was like, him and Gucci. He had the world on fire really to listen to. Yeah, he had the world on fire yeah, for a man. short period of time, especially when we was back in high school. So I was like, almost that whole thing was probably my whole high school pump up playlist. Friday probably, night. Yeah, probably, probably half my whole playlist. Probably. So I, I will say shout out to y'all because y'all oh, accomplished. It cool, was definitely was for the culture, man. So we, I can't, I cannot I knock y'all for topping that one. No, but we'll get. I, I yeah, I don't people, know. I think I think somebody could top that. I mean, it depends. Because speaking of verses, the next battle coming up is Keisha Cole and Ashanti, mm. and I, quite frankly, I, th- I think this is the wrote, comeback man. Ashanti's been waiting for. This brother. is her moment. Huh? This is her moment. This is this is it. This is I, I, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> believing she's gonna win. And the funny Same. thing is. Same. Man, I don't want nobody judging me, but I did bang a little Keisha Cole back in the day a little bit. I played a little bit on my, you know, my she iPod had a whole, shuffle. She had a whole season. Yeah. She had a whole season that she had, but, like, took the the music Sha- world. I think, it, I think Ashanti going to come through with this one. I think she's going to come through without a dub. I, I think, think she'll come out with a W. She going she gonna to hit 
the yeah. people were the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, I was like, real, where, <laughs> I'm like, and, it, and they, it's funny because they was already kind of like talking about like certain artists that like, who do we not appreciate? I think it was on Instagram or was it Twitter? And there was some poll that went out was like, who did we not appreciate? Shanti, yeah, Shanti was on there. Sierra was on there. Um, who else was on? There was some other people that was on that list. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, I don't think we did appreciate it, Shanti. No, no, like a lot of people did, man. A lot of people did. So it's so gonna be good it. to this see that. Out moment. This is gonna be good. It's, when is it again? What day? Uh the. Tw- is it the twelfth? Is it? I might I might have to do some double checking on that. I, it might be the 12th, though, brother. I'm tuned in. I'm tuned in. It might be the 12th. I'll be so, tuned in. Okay, but, all right. But, speaking of old heads now, this is what I really wanted to talk about, good brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what I really wanted to talk about, man. We, so, in, in in lieu of all that stuff that happened with Jeezy and Two uncles and, fighting and at Gucci, a barbecue. I think it's only fitting that we had... You know, the primetime fight between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. That's primetime. I don't know what was. Well, it should have been fought in the daytime. It should have been fought in the daytime. <laughs> but before we talk about that, brother. Let's talk about that undercard. We have to talk about that undercard, V. We got to talk about that undercard, man. We, we got to talk about it, bro. We got to talk about it. So, like, so my man's did, Nate did Robinson. Did racist? Personally, yes. <laughs> Personally, yes. I, I was not a fan of buddy, buddy over here. You know, Mr. Jake Paul acting I, yeah, like I he already did don't like, I already don't. Like I don't Paul. like him either. He's corny. He is super corny to like, me. I don't have a problem with you two people getting to your money, doing your. I like you, influencer. That's you. But it's something just off about how he do things. He's well, just he, corny. He's, he's super just, arrogant. Like, corny dude. They just corny. you know he has some like trouble with the law and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, I'm like, he, yeah. he is not. Like corny, that, bro. Like corny, he, he corny, and and not to mention. But I get, I, but he. Well, I will give him. I give him his props. He is moving smart, though. He get. To I don't. Bread. I wouldn't He's even say to, that. He getting to the bread. Not moving he, smart. No, yeah, you're right. Moving smart in a way of he knowing how to get that bread. He getting that bread. Yeah, yeah he definitely yeah. getting to it. My thing is that it has nothing to do about him getting to the money. Mm-hmm. It's more about. I don't. I'm not even going to say he's moving strategically. No, I think no. he's just get, taking what is being offered to him. So, like, for instance, well, this uh, battle, yeah. the only person that was really offering to fight him at the time was Nate. And, and like, legitimately fight him. And I'm like, bro, it's two different weight classes. That's not it. It well, wasn't even close. We'll, we'll, we'll get into why I think Nate shouldn't even <laughs> I mean, I, bro, listen. We, I just don't get why Nate thought. It's not even a fact of weight class. It's the simple fact of he didn't even fight like, like sparring. Real fighters, no sparring. Sparring don't got nothing to do with a fight. Like he needed at least have one legit fight. At least Jake Paul Fultz has some fights. That's beforehand. true. That is true. Nate has never legitly been in the ring. No sparring. We just going at it. He didn't. He didn't even get a practice run. <laughs> one run in. He just thought, okay, I'm good. I'm from New York. I'm this and that. Nate, brother. First of all. Getting out the mud, your daddy played in the NFL. Yeah. Let's let's ease up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let's just ease up. So I definitely, I I just don't know why Nate thought this was gonna make the most sense to go into. Right. Like I said, I guess you could put in weight class, longer reach. You know, blah blah blah. But Jake Paul's not that good of a fighter either. He really ain't. No, nah, I will say he does look pretty decent. And most people that know how to fight. 
but the average boxer would have knocked Jake Paul clean out, no matter how, no matter how small, how big. This that's my point. That's that's my is. point. I'm. That's why I said I don't even know how strategic it was in him, you know, getting on this card to do this fight because it's like, bro, you chose. Granted, you chose a very athletic man in Nate Robinson. I'm not. I ain't gonna sit here and oh, play him cock. But it's just well, like, dog, a different breed. You literally just fought, like. For all intents and purposes, you literally just fought somebody off the street. That's what essentially what real, it came. Bro. This off is real talk, though. Like, I don't care if you are athletic. Boxing is a whole different arena. So, like, if you ain't put in like the reps, like Jake Paul was, you gonna look silly. And that's what happened. He was like throwing little weird punches at it the end. It wasn't even that. He came out out the gate running up hands down, like it's the hood. <laughs> I said, that's what I'm bro, saying. This is it. What are you doing? As like, I'm saying, he ain't had a mental reps. You thought this was going to be a joke or something? This was supposed to be a funny match or I, something? I do think he probably underestimated Jake a little bit. Yeah. Like, a little bit. I get that. Because he did kind of go in there guns he blazing. There guns blazing. <laughs> like, oh, ain't no way he about, ain't no way this white boy going to knock me out. Like, <laughs> well, he knocked you he out. He knocked you out. Several dog. times. But, uh, okay, speaking of the knockout, I did want to talk about this too. Because in Nate's defense... I personally don't feel like he should be getting clowned. Like, this whole challenge, this Nate Robinson challenge, I think that's completely uncalled for. This is social media. It is. It is. And this just kind of shows you how weak people are behind the phone. But I'm just like, I'm just like, I feel like in Nate's case, he definitely should have went in and said, like, here are the rules and stipulations of how we're going to do this. Like, the way that they did the Tyson fight. Like, how they said (laughs) no knockouts allowed and stuff like that. Cause I'm like now you I ain't gonna say it hurt his rep to get knocked out like that, but oh, it's just like sit with him for a little while. Yeah, I mean that's it's not the publicity sit, you want. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna sit with him for a little so, while. So I'm like, I wish he would have done that a little bit differently. But people need to, I'm, for real, people really need to like chill out on how they clowning people, bro. Because I get it, I get it, I get it. Cause Mayweather came out and he was like, a lot of people wouldn't even get into the ring if they yeah, know no, that. Yeah. True. So I'm just like, I don't know, that's bro. A, that's just you. You know how the social media folks do it nowadays. That's just what it is. Like everybody, no matter what it is, they always gonna try to find a way to talk. They gonna always. find a way, no matter what it is. And if you go out there and think you like, even if they feel like you didn't embarrass yourself, they are gonna make it seem like yeah, you embarrassed yourself, and we gonna roll <laughs> with this because everybody trying to go viral. Everybody trying to go viral. What's the most viral way to go? Like most influenced way to go viral? Negativity. True. Negativity. True. That's just that's true. Just what it is. Very being true. funny. Very true. Being funny. So it's just, I'm with you. It is stupid. I, you know, I, I already know how I feel about people that sit behind a monitor and talk trash and this and that. I'd be like, but would you say that to their face, though? Like, would you walk up on Nate and say, ah, you got knocked out by Jake Paul, like right up to him? And like, all right, and then when he hits you, then what? Then, then <laughs> like, what? Then you go try to make a joke. Well, you ain't do that to Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's too late. You do that. Yeah, and, and, and for, like I said, Nate was in really good shape. Like, Oh, he is in shape. great shape. It's just it, but it takes more than exact beast. Boxing is a different beast. It's, so I, I'm glad we got that out the way because, like I said, that was like the, one of the biggest things I wanted to like talk about. Yeah. But speaking of other people, like other old heads fighting, transitioning to it. I mean, what did you think about that Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight, man? I told you, man. They're like an Uncle Barbecue fight. Hey, yeah, they love, they shout out to Snoop. <laughs> That's the most... I love Snoop. Hey, we got to get more more colored commentators like Snoop in the game. I would say that, man. I get it. 
you all got it. We don't have everybody have knowledge about true about the fight or about the sport as a whole, but we need people like Snoop in the game. We That's need, true. We need that type of entertainment commentating, especially in these type of events. You know that it's just fun to hear. It's it's organic to hear, man. It's pretty dope to hear. Snoop made that fight a talk whole bunch, a whole much more fun. Bro. Talk about for the culture, the way for the culture. I talk about for the even culture. though the culture took a huge L in that undercard, <laughs> I still like the culture took a other L with Tyson and Roy. That man, it was just, I can see it on Roy's face. He, I can see it. I can see his age showing. Yeah. I said, yeah, you don't want none of yeah. these body blows he giving to you. And Mike just was. He give you a little bit of speed, then you see him get winning. I said, "Oh man, this is this is going out bad." Then it was just a moment they were just hitting each other in the chest, straight faced. That wasn't nobody moving. They just what? punching each other. You ain't think Mike looked a little decent though? Mike looked decent, oh, but okay. I mean they both looked a little decent. But at the end of the day, you could see it's like you know what? I don't think I had no business being in the ring. Yeah, you <laughs> right. Nah, you, you definitely right about that. But it did look like Mike still had a nice hook on him, though. Oh, yeah. No, no. He still looked like he had a nice hook on him. His speed, his technique was there just a little bit. But like I said, we saw some moments where it's like, they just said, man, no more technique. Let's just hit each other. (laughs) See who who fall. Meet me in the middle. Let's get get what we got going on. Like I said, Roy didn't want none of those. Even then, I remember when, um, even afterwards, Tyson was like, um, hey, man, I I can't wait to do this again. I can't wait to do this again. You can see Roy's face. He said, please, God, don't let me do this again. Please, God, don't let me do this again. I thought it was a charity. That wasn't in the contract. It was was rough, man. I definitely know they woke up the next morning. Yeah, they probably probably didn't move. They was definitely feeling They didn't move. They didn't move after that. Uh, But I will say, in terms of Mike, though, like, I'm not saying he should get back into fighting because that's definitely not the move for him. But I will say, if he – I, I don't care about that, bro. People, you you can say a lot of stuff. Like you said, both of them guys was probably feeling it afterwards. But I will say, if there's someone else that's willing to fight him, I would I would be more than I happy like, to tune I, in. I, I, I see what you said. You feel I, me? Because like he looked he looked like he oh, could I mean, do another one of those. I know I don't like going falling suit suit for the uh, training videos that people post online. But yeah, his training videos did look pretty. Hey. He looked like he was he was coming. Speedy, he was well, coming. for his age. Yeah, he was coming. So I I definitely see that. I would would love to see him go get somebody that's also ready. And like I said, I mean, Evander Holyfield said he's ready, and I think that you one really would definitely. Think so. I definitely think so, just because of the whole. I love to see that. I mean, Evander Holyfield. I don't know if you've seen him. He he, he looked good. Talking. He looked good. Like he looked like he looked good shape. I mean, and I think that would give a little bit more sale. That would that, that, def- exactly. that definitely would get way more sale because it's a lot of backstory to that one. Yep, Roy, Roy and Mike one one in the same weight class Correct. coming up. I mean, they just both was big name boxers in their weight class at the time. But this one is a backstory. We know what comes with it. Evander but still love. don't really like Mike, so I think that one would be they're around the same age. So I think that was you beat me to the punch because I was going to ask you who you want to see him fight because yeah, I, I think that would be I a don't know great who, fight. Who, what Oscar De La Hoya? If Oscar was willing to fight like Roy or something, I would like to see that. No, the difference between Oscar and Roy is is when Oscar got knocked out his very last fight, he knew like, all right, yeah, I'm washed. <laughs> I'm washed. That's it. I'm done. I respect that. I respect that. Roy was still trying to keep it going. You know what happened on his back yeah. in the career. He kept getting knocked out. He got knocked out by a guy. He had no business getting knocked out on. I forgot what his name was, but the dude got knocked out the next match when he was True. Broke. So I'm like, dang. My thing is, I would like I would like to at least see 
different circumstances or stipulations for the fight, though. Because, like, this one, I get it. Like, you don't want to, you know, injure these guys yeah, for an yeah. exhibition match. I get it. Like, there's no point in, like, getting people injured. But I'm yeah. like, I think you would sell a lot more tickets if people knew that you could, that there's a potential to get knocked out. Because I feel like that's I, true. That's why, because the I biggest thing, of, the biggest thing that. that came out of that that whole matchup to begin was the fact that like we saw Nate Robinson get knocked out, and so it was a little yeah, underwhelming that the fight him. ended in a draw. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? So they call everything on. Oh, okay, this, this yeah, coming. I, I see what you're saying. So I, that's if they if he were to do it again, I would love to see. I think, I think that was Roy's words. Hey, just keep the knockouts to a limit. <laughs> I, I think I that was Roy's it. words. I definitely would believe it. Because I know when Mike gets in a zone, I've listened to plenty of podcasts with Mike. Uh, when he get in a fight, he get into a zone. He gets into a zone. He, he, he get that little bloodlust mm-hmm. in his eyes, man. Mm-hmm. I, listen, okay. he, he did his thing. He did his thing. But... I, like I said, if he were to do it again, I would love it to be different. A, re- a legit boxing match. Correct. Okay. Because I feel like that would bring out a different mic than the one that you're talking fast. about. This is fact. I'll give you that. Because I feel like he this held back a little bit. Yeah, he definitely did. And, and, and last but not least, I also got to talk because we, we have to talk about this as well, brother. Speaking of the fact of Nate Robinson getting knocked out and, you know, old guys getting back into the fighting biz. We do have to talk about is it even necessary for like professional athletes to be cross yeah, I, I've training, been, I, practicing? I was glad I added this one in because I've seen a lot of people saying this. I've seen a lot of people say, and I and I and I say when it comes to if you if you like did the sport when you were like younger, like in college or something like that, and even high school, you were like really good at it. Yeah, go right here, like, you know, basketball, baseball. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen Dion. Right. We've seen sure. I mean, Nate Robinson was one. He Great. was really good at football, and he was really good at basketball. He played. He he, yeah, I mean, he played football at uh, University of Washington. Yeah. He was really good. And we know other players that's been really good. I mean, Odell Beckham is one of those. He can just really uh, good at it all yeah. and stuff like that. Soccer. Yeah. yeah. You know, you see all those type of players. I mean, Steve Nash. Yep. Easily could have went professional in soccer. But I think when it comes to boxing, boxing is just in a different category. When it comes to boxing, and like I said, I, I know a little bit, not a lot. I'm not a pro or nothing like that, but from what I was hearing and stuff that I know, boxing is just a little bit more technical than you going out there to the basketball court and something that you played so much. Like, Nate, I don't think Nate legitly ever boxed. No. Like, at all. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> not and, in a real match. Yeah, yeah. Shit. And the thing is, like, yeah, if you're really good at your professional sport and you want to try another sport, do something that you at least put your body in. <laughs> Like, don't just think, oh, I'm just this good of an athlete. I can do this. Like, I don't think that's where I cross the line. If you okay, better, if you that's better, weird. I mean, like I said, Dion was amazing in baseball when he was coming up before he went to college. Then he stopped in college, but he was amazing in baseball in high school. There's plenty of I've listened to so many podcasts. Like, man, I wish I would have did this sport. I wish I did this sport because I was really good like that in high school. Aaron Judge that played for the Yankees yeah. was amazing in football. He was, oh, amazing. he was amazing. He was amazing. He was amazing at football. He was. He was like. I, I think he's one of like top players. Matt Barnes. I listen to their podcast all the time. Matt Barnes even said, "I didn't even realize this until I looked it up." Matt Barnes was the number one wide receiver coming out of Cali. When, wow. When he was, yeah, he was that good, but he just chose basketball. So if Matt Barnes in the middle of when he was in year four of his basketball in the NBA career, and he said, "You know, I'm gonna go play football," I wouldn't get mad at that. Cause he was that guy. I was like, yeah, he's, he was good back in high school. Like he number one rated wide receiver in Cali. Yeah. So you were good. That's that. That's Cali. 
You ain't never boxed. I, I, don't, I don't care what it is. I don't, if you ain't never boxed, you just can't hop in that. If you ain't never played hockey, but you, I feel like I could do it because uh. I'm good at this. But have you ever did it? No, nah, but I feel like I can. Nate, you're 35, 36. Like I said, great athlete, but you, you just can't hop in the ring. You, this is this is legit skill. This is right. legit technique. You ain't just jumping. You ain't just got to <laughs> do this, and it ain't just got to do simple athletic stuff. And a crossover. Yeah, yeah, like it ain't nothing. It ain't athletic things really. Like and boxing's a, a great athletic sport, but it ain't like the stuff he's used to. Right, running, right. jumping, those type, like those things. He's That's really a different good at. Cardio too. Yeah, it's way different cardio. Way different cardio. Way different cardio. Way different focus. Way different yeah. mental focus. So it's like, man, when it comes to stuff that they never professional athletes they never done before, I'm I'm like, man, just stay out of that. For you, for you, for you, embarrass yourself. Yeah. Before you embarrass yourself. Hey, I will say this. This was the you hit the nail on the head where you just said. You could probably try that with any other sport except for boxing or you know martial arts because you don't play fight like yeah. you like literally you don't play boxing you don't play UFC like either you in it or you not because yeah, yeah. you put your life when on the you line in, you in yeah so it's like you don't see nobody gather at the school y'all boys will hit the ring real quick no don't see, nobody don't do that. that you don't hear that not willingly at yeah, least not so willingly. it's just like that part I will say like if you. If you go commit yourself to that, then mm-hmm. commit yourself to that. But it's not like a, oh, yeah, I think I can get in the ring. For, no, bro. Because it ain't. A few hands, yeah, bro. bro. It's not like. Oh, and I would even say, like, I know he was talking about, Nate was even talking about, like, trying football because he's trying to be, like, this ultimate athlete, apparently. And I'm like, not bro. That. I wouldn't get mad. I, I wouldn't get mad at it either. But even in football, it's much more physical. So it's like that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it's also a time, a time and a place of when to do this. Like I said, that's why I said the thing with Matt Barnes. If he was four years in his NBA career, yeah, I'm sure Matt Barnes was 24, 25 at the time. Go right ahead. You young, your body can take that. If you 35, 36. That's a lot of catching up to do. I get you've been training your behind all, but at the end of the day, father time ain't. Don't wait for and nobody. Nobody. Don't wait for nobody. At 35, 36, you just think it, and you ain't took a hit in a while? Like, that, you ain't took a hit in a while? Man. That, that's my point. That's why I was like, it's you a have time to. in a place for things. It your body a, has to have that type of endurance, yeah. like, to, or pain tolerance, yeah. at least. And I don't think he ever really <laughs> went through that. So not in a long time, it, right? Not right, in a long time, time. Right, not in a long time. So those are the two sports I'd be like, bro. If you go get in there, you might need to consider like right, really putting yourself through some suffering. Because yeah, yeah, like, take it easy, real quick. Because people come out of football with brain damage, yeah, football and I, fighting. I can go brain down the list, man. So it's like. Them not two sports you just hop in and think I can do that because you see someone make like an Odell Beckham type catch and you're like I can do that. I come out no, there and play bro. like that. <laughs> People come out with broken you play knees. corner in college, so I'm like, all right, you gonna go out there and play corner when you ain't guard nobody and like that. That's different. You can wide receiver easy to transition into. You think you gonna go in the corner and just like all right. <laughs> Right. You go he go tackle Saquon Barkley after saying. never tackle you go guard DeAndre Hopkins and all them boys like that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it sound it sound good. It looks impressive. It, it look good on paper, I guess. Right, I was about to say on paper, because it ain't gonna look good if you try that crap in real life, bro. And he well, how tall is he? Like five? Five nine. Oh, five, even nine. worse. I was about to give him the benefit five, of the doubt. Nine. Say five ten. Five. 
I mean, I'm not going off. I'm going off how much to take into it, right? It's just a lot. I can look it up, but I'm like, it's all right, Nate, baby. You already on a height deficit too. Play flag football, Nate, baby. That's all. I feel like he'd be live in in flag. That's fine. You got your bread, like Chad Johnson. Yeah, you got your bread. You good, Nate? It's okay. Now you've been knocked out. I I give him all the credit in the world for trying to be like this ultimate athlete, but. I hate the fact that he has to be like this example of what not to do because it's starting to turn into that. It, right, literally. It's just like, bro, this ain't, this ain't the move, dog. It's really not the move. Speaking of boxing, shout out Earl Spence for the dub last night, man. Shout out Earl Spence Jr., man. Shout Texas out. Texas own, man. Shout out. That was a good fight. I'm, shout I'm out. Glad he came back from injury on that one, by the way. Yeah, good I'm, point. I'm, I'm happy he came out of that. Good point. Oh, we didn't get into the verses of who we think gonna go next. I mean, who who do we want to see? Oh, in the verses battle, yeah, yeah, real quick. Who 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 do you want to see? Man, that's a real quick. I would like for it to be a rapper. No R and B. No R and B. That baby face and Teddy Riley. Got I you think, bro. People people realize like how much. Rap like influenced him back in the day. Yeah. I would love to see Wayne in there. I'm just trying to think of who I would want to see Wayne against, and I probably mm-hmm. hold yeah. on. Me and my girlfriend was talking about this. Now I want to see who you say go go against Wayne. Who would I want to see go against Wayne during that time, man? Who was like Before really? I tell you my option. I only got two people that I think can go against Wayne. Well, they would have to be. Big name guys, but I don't know. I mean, Jay Z wouldn't do it, but I feel like that would be the one I would want to see. Because remember, remember that one point in time, like there was a claim for best rapper in the world, yeah, best, and that, and those were the two guys. Yeah. So I think I would like to see that. I know it probably won't happen because Versus probably couldn't afford their (laughs) cameo, but I would love to see that because I think that would really that'd be the one. Yeah, shine some light. But who you think? Who would I? R and B or hip hop first? I I want to see a I want to see one and one and one. I want to okay. see both. I would like to see a, a good R and B one, a good rap one. My R and B one. I said I think Chris Brown and maybe Usher. Maybe I'm 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 okay. not saying that's gonna be the push the beat Chris Brown or whatever, right. but. I think that'd be a good one, or maybe Usher and Baz. Nobody don't like it no more. Usher and R. Kelly. Okay. Maybe, maybe yeah. we'll go with that one. <laughs> I, yeah, in fact, yeah, I, I'll take that. Usher and R. Kelly. I like to see that from an R and B one. You gonna have to do that from the jail cell, dog. <laughs> I, I much, and I used to be an R. Kelly fan. I ain't no R. Kelly fan. Hey. Rap wise, of course Wayne. I'll have to say Wayne. I was thinking Jay Z because I'm a Jay Z fan, but I think it'd be pretty cool also to see Drake and Wayne. I think that'd, yeah, be, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I mean, especially now in today's age, yeah. I think people will have to That'd see Drake. Cool. I, people will have to see Drake up there. I guess I'm thinking from a marketing standpoint of if you want your thing to really pop. That's the two you probably. Yeah, that's the two what I was, definitely think would do it. I'm trying to think of who else was like popping during like when Wayne was. Oh, you want to go back? Are oh, you want to do something like that back then? I mean, I guess like so for for instance, like the people that we recently like saw, like Gucci and Jeezy. Yeah. They had who legit was, beef in that who era. Was matching Wayne at the time, like you said, it had to be Jay Z. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I know they probably wouldn't even, be able to afford that. Even a young Kanye wouldn't, cause Kanye that from graduation I would actually wouldn't mind. I would mind drop, that. from graduation and college dropout. Those are probably the two that would stay with Wayne for like, cause they go twenty songs. Okay, 
that would probably stay with him. I don't know if I'm I'm shooting too high, but that probably stayed with Wayne for about probably six, seven songs. I don't okay. know if I'm lowballing him a little bit, but cause come on now, from two, Wayne and Kanye. From, yeah, from 1999 to man, Wayne was on a run, a good run, 2014. Yeah, I, I don't really see Kanye staying with it to at least make it a little bit. Oh, okay, this is competitive. Like at least Gucci and Jeezy was. Oh, it was a point where they was just back and forth, back yeah. and forth. I don't see that if, if Kanye. I would see that with Jay Z and Wayne. <laughs> now that I well, now that you mentioned it, because you got me in this OVO mindset now. The other thing I I probably like the the other card I would love to see would be Nicki Minaj and Lil Kim. I would like to see. That. I would That's love to see that. That is a good. That one. would have. That would be a that good one. That would be a good one. So if the, we don't, if we, I feel like that's more feasible than Wayne and Jay Z. Female rapper wise, yeah, that have that to, would be dope to see that one. That would have to be the one. Wow, that would have to be. Versus the one. if you if you guys are tuning in on this, please, please look into that. Down. Please jot these down. Lil Kim and Nicki Minaj. That'd that be, I think that one would be for the one for the ages. Dang, that'd be intense. That would be intense. That'd be intense. That would be that's intense. A good, that's a good one. I didn't even think about Dang, that. Dang, go on. All right. If y'all can't get Lil Wayne and Jay-Z, please look into Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim. Or please. at least go Chris Brown and Drake. Yeah. If you can oh, do that. Oh, yeah. I, I can see that, that one, too. I can see that, too. Because other than that, I don't really know who else is competing with Chris Brown. You think you think they'll like to see like Mario make a comeback? Remember when Mario had... Who would he go against? Marcus Houston? I'm just saying. For, for, I mean, it seems like they do do a lot of people that haven't, you know, or yeah. this was like back in the day and stuff. So I don't know who. I mean, I don't know who Mario. I mean, I could see Mario. Maybe Lloyd could pop up Lloyd, over there. Yeah. I just know who they're going against. It would probably have to be somebody like Lloyd or Omarion or. I feel Marion. like I feel like Omarion and Marcus Houston, since they cousins, they would probably go against each other. So that'd be pretty cool. Omarion, Marcus I, Houston. Omarion and maybe Mario, though, bro. Omarion and Mar- well, Mario. Mario, I think I mean, that would be a good, good one. one. That would be a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. I, I think that, or, well, nah, Ray J wasn't like that for no, real. So. No. So, yeah. No, so, no, Mario, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Yes, I like yeah, that. Actually, I, I like that. Mario I like that. Mario. Oh, ooh, okay. It's a lot. It's a they lot. need to get us on the marketing team hey, ASAP. Dang, cause we, we definitely <laughs> discussed a lot of these. I got some, I, I got some for y'all. Hey. But okay, that's I, I'm glad you asked that last yeah. question because we got we got some more stuff we got to get into, Ooh. and um, you know, shorts on the sports is coming around the corner, and we got some stuff to talk it's about. A man. whole bunch, a whole bunch. Yeah, Stay tuned, y'all. Bunch. Shorts, on shorts the on the sports. Shorts on the sports. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> so, man, um. For our sports fans out there, we always are going to give y'all that content on the latest sports action. Um, we got a lot of stuff that we got to cover. You know, we got NBA topics we got to cover. And more importantly, we got NFL seeing that, what is it, week 12? Yes, sir. So That's coming down. We, we, we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, but since the last time we've done our podcast, the NBA draft has, you know, mm-hmm. taken place. And... Um, we we're gonna have to talk about before we get into you know our bloomers and gloomers mm-hmm. segment. Um, what were your thoughts on the draft, real quick? Uh, the top three went as expected. Correct. The top three went as expected. Uh, I think the only thing 
And like I said, I knew a, I knew a select few people that was selected in the uh, first and second round. I knew a select few guys that I actually kind of watched and stuff in college basketball before all the Corona stuff happened. Yep. But I would say overall, I was just the only thing I would probably say I caught that caught off guard is is just I wasn't wasn't with no big trades or nothing like that. Like, Correct. When nobody ain't moving or nothing like that. So I guess that was like my big thing. I kind of took from it. Like everything else was kind of. I mean, I'll get to like who I think was winning and stuff. There's some questionable picks. Right. And we got a segment for that that we'll get into it. But other than my main thing I took, I was actually surprised nobody got shifted and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, no big-time players got set anywhere or anything. Yeah. So that's probably my only thing I, I was kind of shocked by. Like, okay, this is it was average, just not a lot of movement. pretty average draft besides, you know, a couple players getting moved to different places and stuff like yeah. like draft picks. Correct. Like, put, getting moved. Like, R.J. Hampton got traded by the Bucks and they traded him to the Nuggets or sit, uh, sent his pick to the Nuggets. So, But not like, you know, no – James Harden, Joel yeah. Embiid, and stuff like that. We've seen all that stuff later happen after the draft with big name time players right. with Russ and John Wall. We just seen it happen. But other than that, it's I didn't really see too much. I, I didn't really get too much out of that one. So it was it was a pretty clean forward draft that I was kind of surprised by. Right, that's that really it. This is my first year ever seeing it. Like, wow, okay, they just drafted and going on. They just drafted and moving forward. I don't know if that's maybe because of you know. This is such a rapid pace of time that they didn't really people to come up with the legit packages to move people, you know, whatever it was. We just gonna draft these boys and get them ready for yeah, because I mean it's gonna be it's a fast season coming yeah. up. You know, they starting was three weeks, three weeks. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's starting training camp already rolling. So that's all I got from that draft, really. Yeah, I, went kind of how I expected. Yeah, and I will agree with you. The I felt literally the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, this was a very like lackluster. Mm-hmm you know, draft in terms of, like, activity. Yeah. Um, But I think to your point, though, I think part of the reason that that may be, like, a result of, you know, what why there wasn't, you know, a lot of, like, trade movement Mm -hmm. is because, I'll be honest with you, man, one – it's not like we were able to see a lot of these players play a full season. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's kind of like taking a gamble. Like, oh, well, I think you were okay since the last time I saw you on the court. Mm-hmm. But I, there's been a lot that's changed since then. So, I was just like, I, I wonder if that's kind of what scared some of these, you know, GMs from making uh, trades. Because yeah. it's like... I don't really know what I'm going to get with you. So it's not like I need to give up capital if, you know, I think all of them could be potential. Well, not all of them, but there's a lot that could be potential bust Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there hasn't been a lot of play lately. So I don't know, bro. I I felt the same way. I was just like, wow. I was like, why would – I was trying to think of, like, why would a GM, like, not be comfortable making a trade because – in the NBA draft, there's there's always like one blockbuster trade that happens. Yes. Usually. Yes. Usually. usually. Most of so time. for them to not really do that in this one, I was just like, why would that be the case? And I wonder if that's part of the reason. Well, but, there was a lot of major things that happened in the offseason that say that. And we'll get true, into that. True. We'll get into that. True. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page in that. Yes, but here's the real question I want to ask you. It's the bloomer and gloomers. Mm. All right. So who do you think out of the people that were drafted? Well, we'll do one apiece. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be mm. a gloomer? Man, best spot. 
I ain't gonna do the typical Anthony Lamelo James all that. I, they're 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 potential to be stars yeah. for real. But I think the most underrated one I think that's gonna really blossom. And I think this is a big move. It's a seven Bloomer, Bloomer, do Gloomer. We'll oh, do Bloomer. Bloomer. Yeah, oh, my we'll bad, do, my we'll bad. do oh. Bloomers later. Obi Toppin. Yeah, Obi, talk to me. Obi Toppin, man. And it's not even I. I think Obi Toppin is going to be a really good player. I think he could possibly, you know, if he gets things wrong, he could be an all-star. He, yeah. He could be those things. It says that his wrong place, wrong time. The Knicks have 30 power forwards on that <laughs> roster. <laughs> 30 forwards overall. I, I get it. The boys from New York, that's what it is. You think that's going to bring the hype, but it ain't matching what you need, really. Facts. It's not matching none of what you really needed at that point in time. They have a top eight pick. You need a point guard. You, you, that's the main thing. They need a guard, a legit point guard. Right. Dennis right. Smith ain't panning out for you. I think they traded Frank Nikita, whatever his name is. Nah, he hasn't panned out for you. You needed a point guard. Somebody that that, that was going to help facilitate the ball a little bit better. Correct. You know, and give R- or, or at least find another score to help out RJ. But instead, you get another forward. That's going to get lost in these group of forwards, these 100 forwards on your team. I, it's going to be a it's going to be a down uphill battle for for Obi Toppin to come out come out of this thing in the right spot. Yeah. And, and once again, the Knicks are being the Knicks, which is sad because this this is the mecca of basketball. This is this is it. And this is what you think. Okay, we're going to make a transition, and here we are, messing up again. Yeah. So Obi Toppin, my number one gloomer for that one. Yeah. I, just, I ain't. I ain't I, mad at you. I, 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 that I'm, one lost me. I'm really not mad at you that on that one me. because I'm like, he, what he really is going to remind me a lot of, like player wise, is going to remind me a lot of Amari Stoudemire. Like see, he's going to give I, I you that razzle dazzle, but think he's going to help you much. Peak Amari. I think he's going to be just a step better in Amari, just a little bit, just because if he get, but he got to get paired with the right guard too. But that's Hence, my point. That's like, why I'm like. Wrong place, wrong time. It's gonna take a while for him to get this ball rolling. He, he, they didn't need. They didn't like have no business. They didn't need him. another. He had no for business going. But there. they probably did it because he may sell tickets, and I'm, I'm fine with that. You, you suck this this long, you you gonna need but something they, to like get people in. So the many other moves they could have made. Yeah, I, I agree. All but right, we, we get into that. Um, as for me, and I and I may get scolded for this. I may get scolded for this, but I'm gonna say Wiseman. And I'm not saying that because of his talent. I'm not saying it because of his talent. Okay. I'm saying that because of the situation that the Golden State Warriors are going to find themselves in. Being mm. that, mm. It's, and he and, and honestly, this season, especially now that Clay's going to be out, he may be able to develop more. Yeah. But I was under the impression that you were under. Not, I mean, he's going to trade for it. Yeah. yeah. And and. We know, especially like I said, this was before Clay Thompson got hurt, mm-hmm. is that the Warriors were going to try to make a run. Yeah, and so with that run, they were going to want some veteran pieces in there mm-hmm. to get them to where they needed to be right, in right, terms right. of competing with the Lakers and the Clippers, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I listen, not saying like like I said, talent wise, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. I just don't know if. If that was the situation that he needed to be in, given the way that the, given the way that the the Warriors play ball, I just didn't. You don't know if it fit. I didn't know if that's gonna fit him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I watched James Wiseman a lot. I'm a huge. I'm. I love Memphis. I love what Pete yeah. Hardaway was doing on there. 
I think, I, in my personal opinion, I think he gonna come out probably. Is he gonna better. start first? Easily, is he gonna start? Yeah, he's gonna start. Yeah, he's gonna start. But I think he's gonna come out probably out of this draft one of the better ones. Just cause I'm, cause in my thinking, way I think we're gonna do it in, in the Warriors, cause they have so much space in. In my mind, I think that's why they got him. Is for that, cause they are a team that's always been, you know, space, space, open mm-hmm. space type basketball and that type of thing. But they've never had a legit big man. They never had that before to like be able to run the floor, and he can run the floor. He's a good. He's that a good much I give He's he, he's good in the pick and roll, which Steph is amazing at. And I think if you get somebody like that, I think he'll be just fine. He's he, he's a perfect pick and roll type of type of big man. So I think he will thrive just as well, just because it's going to be so open. He's just going to be able to crowd the paint. And we know what centers are doing nowadays. He's a typical, He's a good little bang and bust center. Now, I know he doesn't have the, the true frame, right. but he has the toughness to do it. And I think it's going to open up a lot of stuff for him where Steph is going to be able to kick it down there. And then, boom. Because he's going to have everybody on the perimeter. He's going to have everybody out there. It's yeah. going to be a good one-on-one matchup. So that's why I think he'll thrive. I think that, That's why I think it would be the perfect fit for him. And he's fit their transition type of basketball. Well, do you think, because like I said, I'll – a lot of this has to do with their the Warriors' current circumstances, yeah. which is why I was surprised that they didn't trade him. Mm-hmm. Now that Clay Thompson is not going to be available, that spacing has now officially kind of shrunk to a degree. Oh, it's just a, and know, I'm not and there's going to be a lot of yeah. like this is literally we I know he's had I know Steph has had MVP seasons before, right? Obviously, he was a unanimous oh, no, MVP. They, they, but this they, is the year where yeah. it's going to be like, Steph, if you don't do nothing, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So, my thing is now, it's like, that's why I said, I think this is going to be a good year for him to develop. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's going to necessarily favor him as a player. I be- think it would be a good little, it's going to be a good learning experience. For, I mean, it's going to be Exactly, it's going to be a learning experience. At the end of the day, Steph needs Clay, Clay needs Steph. At the end of the day. I mean, it is going to be a little crucial, you know, because I don't know what other shooters they've gotten to acquire and stuff like that, you know. But, you know, Draymond might be able to guide them a little bit more to how to do things in the post and stuff like that. So I think, it's like I said, it's going to be a great learning experience for the kid. Yeah. It's going to be a great learning experience for Steph and see how they transition things. But it's really going to be on how Steve Kerr, you know, utilizes You're him. right. And I think if, if they try to become a fast-paced basketball team and try to hurry up and get him down there, because like I said, the boy can run. He right, can, he can, right. He can run with the best of them. Right. He may be a long, lanky kid, but the boy can move, and he's fluid in his movement. I think, if anything, this is what the Warriors needed at the time being because it's going to take the pressure off the outside with Steph, and then they're going to have to put somebody down there to help with James. And then I think I still help open mm-hmm. up a little. I mean, they got some other young guys last year that can still shoot the ball pretty well. So I think in the run, it's not going to be what we thought the Warriors was going to be before the Clay Thompson. Right, you know? exactly. But I could still see them. Sneaking in, probably. I think I think they're gonna be able to sneak in a little bit. I think because I've heard nothing but great things right. about how Steph is as a leader and as Steve Curry as a coach, and then you got Draymond over there being the vocal leader. You know, it's still a lot of good veteran presence, coaching staff wise, and your two big time players still there. And Clay's still gonna be there, like at, yeah, at, right, at a vocal role. So you know, you're gonna be able to see how they're gonna be able to talk to him, discuss things with him, and stuff like that, and how to like just orchestrate stuff. So. I mean, at most they'll probably be able to sneak in seven or eighth, maybe. You know, but it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a roller coaster year. But I, if anybody that can handle it, I truly think Steph Curry is one of the ones that can handle it. Because I, I call Steph Curry a legit chess piece. Yeah, you you move with him. You know, it ain't no it ain't no like you know when anybody else go anywhere, you adapt to him. Chess, I mean, uh, you adapt to that player like a Kyrie or whatever. Yeah. People, when Steph Curry goes somewhere. 
he just adapts and goes. He adapts and goes. He just moves along. He just moves along, and he'll make the transition perfectly. Okay. So I think I think with having a player like him, James Wiseman should be fine, and I know they're going to be down clay, but it's that's just my thought on how I think the Warriors going to be doing. I think with a point guard like that and a superstar like Steph that doesn't isn't afraid of adjustments, I think it, it could still yeah, pan out pretty well, well for him. But we'll you know, see. It's gonna be some. Like I said, it's gonna be some growing pains. But the young, the young man can play, though. Pain. The young man can play. He he can play. And like I said, I I don't I don't think I'm not saying anything about his talent. Yeah. Is that gonna make him? Yeah, gloom? I think the, the gloomy. Yeah, I, the gloominess is more of. I wish he was in a different situation where he would be more of a highlight. He might be. He might be. Yeah. But. At first glance, I'm like, ah, he he might get kind of oh, yeah, washed. Yeah, it, it, it might get a little iffy. So, it might but, get iffy. But, okay, that's good. Um, yeah. We also have free agency that we had to talk mm-hmm. about. And like we said, there was a lot of non-movement in, the, in the, obviously, the a draft. But there was plenty of movement in terms of free agency. There was a lot of big signings, right? Um, a lot of young cats getting a, getting a big uh, bag, it's right? It's that movement, is getting Who Getting the it? bag. Mitchell... Tatum, Fox. Who else got that? Who else got a good move out of there? You, you ain't got to guess. We could pull it up Ooh. now. It was, it Ooh. was some people. This, oh, Brandon Ingram. Brandon that Ingram was one. Got yep. the bag, didn't they? They man? got, they got the bag. So Jeez. we got to talk about who are Jeez. in terms of free agency speaking. What teams were winners and what team were losers? Uh, we'll start off with the losers. Who lost in free agency thus far? I got two of them bad boys for you. Number one is the Knicks. They <laughs> of course. They, they fumbled the bag by not trying to get Russell Westbrook in that thing. Like, I don't care what people say about Russell Westbrook. One, I'm a so hard fan of Russell Westbrook. It is his is That man, it, you can say what you want about him. He's a superstar. Correct he's the mundo. He is is what it is. Correct the mundo. And we'll get into about. Well, I'm sure we'll discuss about the trade that happened between him and Wall for a little bit. But you need somebody that's a superstar. Hence, well, that's why I was. I mean, at the end of the day, it was rough that you know Melo chose New York at the time. Da da da. But that was good for Knicks fans because he yeah. was a superstar at the time. Yep. So you're going to get the tickets. You're going to get those type of things. You're going to get people that could also probably think about, man, I wouldn't mind going there to play. Mm-hmm. You know, they got that. And that's what you would have got with Russ. Russ would have went there. I don't care. Once again, I don't know where the narratives come from that Russ is a bad teammate because I've never heard of that. I've never heard, I've never heard not it's one media. person say nothing. nothing. I, I listen to a ton of podcasts, and they're always NBA players. It's I've media. heard not one person say Russ is a bad teammate. It's media. Not one. Not one. Even Kevin say he's still good with him. He's like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Man, we're good. He knew what was up. He understood. Paul said they good. I've heard it. I heard it from the mouths in these podcasts. They said it'd be good. So you would have had him and you would have brought in somebody else. And, oh, okay, Russ is there? And we've seen Russ make people better. Paul George is literally an MVP when he right. played with Russell. I mean, we played with Russell Westbrook. Right. So they see that. So you would have got another superstar. And we see how fast these players wanting to move. It's New York. Russell Westbrook there. I'm about to go play with him, too. So they they messed that up by not trying to get. I don't know how. I mean, you just saw what the Wizards traded for him. You, you, are you, you surprised? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm I was like are you really and surprised? Then of course, the Obi Toppin one. That Obi Toppin pick was iffy. They yeah. Didn't do that, and then on top of that, I mean, who else did they sign? That I mean, and they made no moves. They made no moves. They made no moves. They made no legit moves. It's the same pieces, right? You know, coaching wise, I don't even know who, who their coach is. I don't even know who their who their coach is right now. They just don't have 
nothing set up for them right. for future success. So big loss. They, they fumbled <laughs> that badly. And then another other team I had was the Bucks. I get it. Drew Holiday, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'm a Drew fan. Right. Do I feel like they gave up a lot? Eh, in a way. But Drew Holiday's actually slept on. He, I don't think people understand how much game he really got. Right. And not only do you help him on the defensive end, you get a good guy on, uh, that's a legit playmaker now. Right. You got a legit point guard. Like Eric Blesswing was just disappearing. Drew ain't disappearing. Drew's not going to disappear on the offensive side. So I think that helps out a little bit. Where they messed up and lost from was that Bogdanovich pickup yeah. by not keeping him. That's what they they need shooters to help mm-hmm. let Giannis thrive. Chris Middleton's one, but you need more if you're going to keep Giannis. <laughs> you need and and Bogdanovich <laughs> is a all star. That boy, that boy can play. Yeah. That boy can play. He yeah. he can play. So for them to not try to make things come through and make sure that he didn't come there. And did not go get no other shooters like a Seth Curry that was out there. I mean, he's playing for the Sixers now. Yep. Did not go get none of those type of shooters. Not try to get a try, try to keep Wesley Matthews and all that. Like, yeah, that's cool. You just going you can't just rely on Drew Holiday. At the end of the day, Drew Holiday is about to be thirty one. Right. You know, so there's no right. telling how much more he got right. left in the tank. You know, we don't we don't know that. But I mean, that's a good pickup for your point guard. What's your bench looking like? You know, what's what. Do you have everything else to mask around your superstar? Because you know your superstar, no matter if he gets a good mid-range, you still need shooters because he needs spacing. That's just what he is. We know what he needs. Yeah, yeah. We know, like, what, he we know so what he needs. They, they lost that one. They lost that offseason. They did nothing to improve into him, and I don't think people have That's realized that he still hasn't signed nothing. He hasn't re-signed or anything. We haven't seen him. We haven't heard nothing about that. So. <laughs> I, I honestly could not agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Um, That's about to. I, Listen, I, and you know how I feel about the Bucks. Yeah. I honestly, I was highly impressed, but I was like, Chris Middleton is not going to get it done. I don't know how much more I have to emphasize this. He's not going to get If he is your number two, which he's no longer, right, because they got Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. If he was your number two, you were not getting anywhere. <laughs> so for the fact that y'all just brought in Drew and you yeah. lost another essential piece, I have no faith. I, I, I think I picked them to be favorites, and I don't. I I want to take that nah, back now. I want to take that back. They're not my favorite. So, man. but but we'll obviously see if you know things change. Yeah. Um, I say, what's your losers looking like? Well, I only got one, okay. and it's not really more so of like than it, it's not like we were expecting much. It was just more of I didn't understand this. What the heck was Michael Jordan doing signing Gordon Hayward to that bag? That's the, that that made you the loser for the Hornets right there. I, I'm just like I was really thinking. I'm like, I'm about okay. to say, tell me because you're a Boston fan, so you see more of Gordon. It's not. It's not. It's not anything about him. It's just what made you so comfortable giving That's him that kind of contract? That's four years, hundred twenty, man. He's I, in the ski mask hall of fame because he's I, been robbing people. That is a that is a complete robbery. And and I listen, I don't know at least he I'm sure he's a great guy. And I don't know if Mike brought him in to be like this veteran presence, but I'ma be real with you. It's not like and, and it's not his fault either, because he had injuries that, that yeah. you know stuck me. But like if he was what he was in Utah, I think I think in Utah, I mean granted it wasn't a lot. He averaged twenty two in he averaged twenty two and like eight or something like that. So he deserved he, it when he first went into Boston. Exactly. So but I mean, after yeah. the injury, it was kind of like, oh, Whoa. now we got to be yeah. more careful. And that's the only thing that I was a little concerned. I'm like, Mike, 
you know what you're getting with this guy. Like, you know he's injury prone, mm-hmm. and granted, he might have been in a bad situation yeah, right, in right. Boston. That should be even more of a reason why you don't doing? give him that kind of contract what until you get, know what you're getting. What so I didn't understand that at all. I hope it does work out for the sake of LaMelo Ball, but I was just like, dog, you may end up regretting that in the long run. Contractual, he let me like, know his basketball mind. I don't know where it's at, but it's quite. I'm questioning his basketball mind, man. Because I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like, what was that about? All right, but that was the only loser I really had. Uh, but who did you have as a winner, though? See, yeah. once again, I'm at two, but I the one I, I'll talk about the more underdog one because we know the late the Lakers are definitely one. They de- right, they right. They got active. The, they definitely they got active. They definitely on the come up. They they probably gonna run it back where right. they got in, but the one I'm liking, and it, this is, we can run this back from our old from our older podcast. These Atlanta Hawks, right? Are and I know you was liking that, that. Are making the transition? Yep. I told you. Yep. I said this before. In the next three to four years, these boys might be in an NBA championship here soon, and they doing everything right. They pull they in. Active. They pull in Rondo. Getting active. Perfect veteran presence to be around Trey Young right now. That is perfect for him because now you got somebody that's championship caliber. Now he's gonna be in a groom groom Trey up a little bit more, help him see the floor a little mm-hmm. bit better. Perfect, perfect for all star guard and Trey Young. You know their their young guys are stepping up a little bit more. They got that, so we know that's all good. Then they get Bogdanovich, who Bogdanovich. Hey, I I I just now got hip to him this year because I kept listening to so many podcasts of. Not only was they saying Drew Holiday was underrated, I kept hearing his name. I said, okay, is he really that good? So I went back and watched a few a few Kings games. That boy can ball. Mm. That He deserved all that money. He deserved that. I think it was like three years, 72 mil or something like that. He deserved all of that. I can see why everybody was on top of him. I can see it. He is, <laughs> he is the perfect fit. They got it. They got it. Now they got the shooters that they need. Then you get Dan, uh, Gallinari. Yep. Perfect veteran presence, too, because he – I think he was the second leading scorer on that um, Thunder team last year. I think he averaged like 19. He he knows how to keep himself around the league. He's been averaging 19 since he's been in the league. So the right. boy can score. Great good great defender. So you got that. I mean, they they are moving in the right direction. They are putting the right pieces around that team. Got yeah. a good coaching staff. Those two pickups right there. Those three pickups was a, a good winner for me for the Atlanta Hawks, man. Yeah. That, that was solid for the Hawks, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm all in for that. They're making the right transition, you, man. You were high on them, they brother. making the right you transition. You were high man. on them. They got it right there, man. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying, man, and they're starting to see. you seeing Rondo. you seeing Gallinari. You're seeing Bajanovic go here. Yeah. People are starting to see, like, is Atlanta the new hot spot now? Well, so this, Atlanta is a is a yeah, hot market. You, you, yeah, they just have to know. get their organization. And they're doing it right, right, they're right exactly. People, so people are noticing. Like, Correct. And once again, I, I put Trey Young in the category of a Steph Curry. Wherever he goes, people gonna want to play with him. They just want to play with him. Yeah, they don't have nothing wrong with him. And he just gonna transit. He gonna adjust to you. Yeah. I, I like what ATL's doing, though. I'm so I'm excited. I'm excited with hey, ATL, I, man. I'm happy for I'm you because I was like, ATL. you've been happy for Atlanta and hoping to get some people around Trey Young because I know you it, like him as well. It's coming, but it's man. it is and it, and uh, and well, it's about to get a little bit more loaded. But the East is still pretty oh, wide yeah. open. Oh, so if they can get in now, they will be in good oh, this good is shape. Here. They moving. Um, all right. I, I think the easiest ones, like you said, could be like the Clippers and, you know, the, the Nets. Oh, yeah. But I honestly say this, 
And I, I take a different route when mm. I talk sports because of the business aspect. Mm. Um, I was very impressed with the attempt that Houston put out to keep James Harden. I do like what they put I, together. I was, I was very much impressed like the like way it. that they like – because, listen, at this point – James has made up his mind if he wants to stay or not. But you can't sit there and say that they at least didn't try. Okay. Like the same way that we're talking about the Bucks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like if James doesn't come, they got, you know, they obviously got Boogie. Now they they got Bre- uh not Bradley Bill. Uh John Wall coming in. Several times and it's just like, there. right. And and granted, like I said, who knows if that's worth staying there? But I was just like, those are at least big enough names to be like, hey, James, you can't say we didn't try. Yeah. Right? You Like, you can't say we didn't this try. Is, this is it. They're pretty decent contracts, except for the the wall one. I'm like, you really just kind of traded off two bad contracts. But it is weird. If, if for what it's worth, you got Russell out there, you bring in somebody fresh. Um, and I'm and listen. I'm all for it. I no, mean, outside of the I'm fact, definitely with you, right? And I was like, outside of the fact that right that you know Daryl Moore is no longer there, and you know you guys did a complete sweep of you yeah, know the back end and the coaching, everything. You did as much as you possibly could yeah. to keep star power in Houston. I'm, I'm with you. So I, I was impressed. I, I like that. One. I, was I was impressed. Thinking about that one, too. I would definitely say about Houston. This is probably. And I don't think nobody ever even noticed this, but this is probably James Harden's best roster going into probably the year. yeah yeah. And we he's always had the Rockets. You know, I, I get James Harden. I'll get the credit he gets, but I think they need to now because like yeah. I said, this is his best roster he's had since he's been there. And haven't they always been like top four? Correct. Because of him. Correct. I mean, granted, he had Russell's balling last year before he got hurt. Like I right, no no disrespect to Russ last right. year, but they didn't have a center or nothing like that. They didn't have no true bench. Right. And right. yet they still came in third in the West. Yeah. Third in the West because of James. And now you got James with, I don't care what, I, him and John Wall are different. John Wall and Russ are different players. John Wall is a little bit more push playmaker. John right. Wall is going to take the back seat. To, he don't care if he get 20 a game right. or 19. He don't care. So they got they got a more better playmaker guard. You got Boogie. Got books. Yeah, Boogie. Got Christian Wood. You know, they got a better bench now. I, I agree, dog. They they made some good moves, man. I'm just I'm just happy I, to see that they made they, an effort. They, yeah. Cause they could have really they, just they, been they like, we about to reboot and ship, and ship everybody out. So the fact that you made an effort, that speaks to the back that speaks to the organization yeah. in general. Yeah. Cause I, I, I like the way that they're like, listen, we're That's not about to one. just kick the bucket here. Right. One, so yeah, I, I was a, I I like I to see that from them. Um all right, so we are also we also got to make sure we talk about um, what else we had on here. My bad. I wanted to drop. I, I wanted here. to drop this question to you. I wanted to drop this one to you because this is what I've been hearing so much about. How do you feel about how fast the league is moving? And I mean that by yes, sorry. I, I mean Computer that by went down. <laughs> the fact of is this the era of will there ever be another Kobe Bryant another. Dirk Nowitzki, would there be another Tim Duncan? These players that are going to be on teams for 20 to 18-plus years, or are we just going to start seeing the transition of the Bronze, the ADs, the the KDs? Like, yeah. like is, this, or is this what we're about to see where, you know, because if you think about it, everybody probably thought Russ and KD were going to, that's it, they're, they're, they're OKC Thunders yeah. for life. This is it. Yep. Then, of course, KD left. Oh, well. You know, Russ signs this five-year, $20 million contract. He's going to retire as right. a 
you know, Paul George, he gonna retire as a Pacer. I mean, they love they love him out there. He's been to three teams in a matter of four years. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. He signed a three year contract that last year being a player option. So he could be potentially paying for three teams for, you know, this amount of years, blah blah blah. You know, how do you how you feel about does it look like one, does it look like it's going there? And two, how you feel about it going there? Well, I, that's a it's a honestly it's a really good question. And I think we slightly talked slightly about this. Slightly threw it in there a little um, bit. I do I like it? No, I'm. A, I'm. It's the the most blunt way I can say it. And I know there's a lot of people that thank LeBron James for giving players this type yeah, right, of right. movement. And I'm not. I'm all for you know empowerment of the players, but I am not a fan of like you know top heavy leagues. Right. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like, for instance, You're college only football, legit right? Forward that you know, going. I'm with you. You know I'm what I mean? Because if you think you. about like you. how free agency just I'm works, think about think about where most free agents went. It was the LA's. Mm-hmm. Houston got got their Houston people. Was always one of the um, obviously, Brooklyn got their people. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Milwaukee didn't get many people to come over That's there, true. right? So there's not. There's not too many, you know, ideal places for players to go, and there's only so many ideal places for people to go. And so, if you're going to give, you know, players, you know, power like this to move where they want, the luxury tax, yeah, cap space, like that, I feel like that could be detrimental at some point. Like that much, I don't like. Um, But I mean, I feel like. Listen, you're, you're a Lakers fan, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's good when big brands are doing well. Mm-hmm. But long term, when's the last time you've seen Detroit be good? Mm-hmm. And they used to be a, a staple for the yeah, league, right? Yeah. And I don't think you're going to be able to get that anymore, or at least for for the time right. being, because it's just not players are not looking to go to those places unless they have someone yeah, coming with no, them. With so I, I personally am not a fan. Not a fan. I'm not a fan. But I, I don't. how do you feel about it, though? I see. I hate being 50-50 about stuff. Cause I see it from, like, both sides. I would say I would say I wasn't a fan at first right. because I was the same way. Like, man, everybody going to here, everybody teaming up here and there and stuff like that, blah, 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 like, I mean, once LeBron did it, I mean, you just had Miami, mm-hmm. and then, of course, L.A. Exactly. And this and that. And then now you're seeing it once again. It's L.A., it's Houston. You know, it's just these main four teams. Of course, I mean, people going to want to go to Golden State. Everybody, oh, Golden people, State, people right. Love, people love the Bay. Yep. People love the Bay. People love Oakland. <laughs> people love, now it's in San Francisco. People love San Francisco. Right. They want to be on the West Coast. But it's – now I'm kind of – I guess I'm kind of looking at it as now – it is it is a little iffy because I do like seeing those players go, you know, stay on their teams for a long time, really try mm-hmm. to help build it up. But I'm also in a way I I get it because yeah. you could go somewhere. You're, you're going to places and, you know, when they make these transitions to these places, a lot of these players are looking at – they already looking their past basketball. And that's kind of why – And that's, that's kind of why I like – That's kind of why I like that. That's true. You know, I, I listened to Kevin Durant the other day and – he, he said he loved Brooklyn because, one, it was closer to his home. Well, not, it was a better drive for his family. Right. And then on top of that, he just had way better network out there with Rock Nation and all that. Like, he, right. he had way right. better connection out there. And I'm like, 
these guys are already thinking ahead of basketball. And I think that's better. You know, at the end of the day, would I love to see a Detroit team come up and stuff like that? Right. You know, yeah, easily. I would love that. I would love that. But if you're trying to expand your brand or stuff like that, Detroit, I've heard nothing but bad things about Milwaukee, uh, Detroit, Milwaukee. Man, who else? Could, I can name a, a plethora of different teams. Cleveland. Right. You know, those just not places you can expand your brand from. It's just it's tough. It's tough. And, you know, I think it's – that's why I think it's kind of a good thing to get these players that type of freedom, especially on their back end in their career or where, you know, they're in the middle of their career. Because at the end of the day, these these, these owners don't care at the end of the day. I mean, we, we've seen it plenty of time. Hell, they ship Isaiah Thomas out of Boston. Yeah. They play at their sister. They don't care. Yeah. So I think it's kind of good because it's helping them get out of those situations and not get put in a bad situation to where they just don't care about nobody. Right. They'll be able to choose somewhere where I do – Feel like this person's gonna care. This person's gonna help me win this championship. Blah blah blah. I mean, at the end of the day, you can say it's cheating at eighty. Went to go play with LeBron, but New Orleans did nothing for him at all. They didn't bring nothing else to the table. Yeah, they shit yeah. Boogie up out of there. They didn't try to let Boogie rehabilitate. And all right, let's just get you another guard. Let's get another guard here. Let's get another right. shooter here. They didn't do that. LeBron, we seen it in Cleveland. They did nothing for LeBron over those years. They did not try to help lure in somebody else and I get it it's Cleveland it's tough that's, that's tough too yeah. but if you got a big if you got one of the best players of all time you can try to get somebody in there that's you true gotta pitch that's correctly. true you gotta pitch correctly you know so I think the player movement thing in a way I, I kind of am happy for it because it helps these guys get in a better position to win and stuff like that does it get loaded it could be but I'm starting to see now because now what I'm starting to see is is you also kind of seeing the transition of these guys not really yeah. wanting to do that. You know, you, you're starting to see these people going to these places like Brooklyn and these other East Coast teams. But and, you know, and on top of that, it also could favor in the point of what if somebody wants to just go to New York? Because some of these guys want to go do it on their own. You know, what if somebody, a big-time player, go to Detroit? That could put them back on the map a little bit because that could attract somebody else. So we might see that happen. That's, that's why I think it's a good thing you got these players just choosing where to go because – there is some guys out there that's like, I want to go to L.A. I don't want to do that. Let me go to Milwaukee or let me go to, like I said, Detroit. Let me go to Cleveland and, yeah. and pull them out of here, yeah. you know, this and that. So I think you still get that. You're going to have those group of guys that be like, no, nah, let me go fix this here, right. Right. this and that, blah, 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 instead of just saying, um, let's go to the Lakers. Let's go to the Clippers. Let's go to San Francisco. Yeah. No, nah, I'm saying they're not going to be top of the list, but – it still is able to keep – I think it's going to be able to still dilute stuff out, and I think it's going to put players players in a better position going forward just in their in they lives. In yeah, their yeah. So, ah. so I, I definitely look at it more like that. It's like, man, at least it's giving them better potential future help. Yeah. It's, 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 it's setting them up the right way instead of just putting them in BS situations. Yeah. I've been sitting here, you know, just in this losing position. You ain't helping me out. You ain't did this for me. Yeah. And you just – well, I'm, I'm stuck to you. Yeah. I can't do nothing. I, 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 like I said, I get it. I'm just my yeah. thing was if you end up seeing this kind of turning into like college basketball or college football, where it's just like the same teams, mm-hmm. that at least for professional yeah. sports, it can end up potentially being problematic. But we'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. right now it's it's worked out in everybody's favors because yeah, the Lakers out. are it's prevalent, Brooklyn is prevalent, so. It's working now. It's spread out well. But we we have to we have to get into this because I mean speaking of top heavy, we we yes. named this next one King of the Hill. There it is. And we and we 
had to we we made sure that we we were dropping this in for our football fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's only right to call it King of the Hill because <laughs> after the week he had last week, Tyreek Hill went <laughs> off, and so I have to ask you this this question, player. Man. You know what I'm saying? Who the heck is the best wide receiver? In all of football. I don't want to hear the, the political correct answer. No. I want Wesley Lewis's who is the top dog in the NFL. Talk to me. Man. Who's the best wide receiver? And I've, I've looked at a lot of guys this year. Because I've been, I've been dissecting. I've been dissecting. But personally, I'm going to have to go with DK Metcalf. Wow. I'm going to have to go with DK Metcalf. <gasps> That, that that's my that's my personal opinion favorite. That's my that's my personal opinion favorite. You can. I was not expecting this. Yeah, you can go. I, that's my. I was that was my guy coming out. I, I I hated the fact that he went third. That's when I knew. Okay, they need to get more sports people that's drafting these guys. Wow. DK Metcalf is is huh. doing it at an all time. And I get it. He got Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. Yeah. But he's he's really dominating people. I, I saw it when he played against my Patriots. He right. took on people said it was the best corner in football. I mean, Stephon Gilmore is still a top three right. corner. Really? Yeah, yeah, you know he can run with the best of them. You know, but he he that's he he's like that. He's, he like that. He's like that. It, this this is a man. <laughs> he like that. He, he really imposes his will on people. Yeah. He breaks down, and he's only doing it with only a, a legit plethora of routes. Yeah, I mean he can jump over you. He can outrun you. This is a 6'3", 220-pound man that's outrunning some uh, pretty legit fast corners. And he is putting up some legit numbers. And his second year, he has made a big jump. And he is, damn, he's doing some things this year. He is on pace. And I calculated this up. He is on pace to have 80-plus catches, 1,400-plus yards, 10-plus touchdowns in year two. In year two. There's only be the, a plethora of people that done that. Jay Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Allen Robinson, who I I'm a fan right, of Allen Robinson. Like Robinson. I, I like Allen Robinson and Larry Fitzgerald, then um, Jimmy Smith. That's a, good, that's a good list. Yeah, that's a good list. That that is him. He only and like I said, he only do it with a few routes, curls. He goes fades. He has a couple of crossers. He has posts. Those are the main routes he's doing, okay. and and outs and ins. Like, that's it. He ain't, he ain't hit you with double moves. He ain't hit you with none of this. He is literally out there dominating the game. He is out there dominating. I am. So I'm, I'm going with that. I mean, yeah, you could say D Hop off what he's done, but I'm, I wasn't. I wasn't actually wasn't gonna go with D Hop. No, I'm just saying people. People oh, oh. D Hop and Stefan Diggs and what they done. But I'm going. I'm going this year. <laughs> this year is definitely DK Metcalf. This year. Jeez, Wes, you you blew me away on this one. Yeah, I just knew you was going to go with this guy. Who you got? Devontae Adams, man. And the reason. Hey, hey, and, hey, hey, listen. We talked I, about this, too, oh, trust bro. Trust me. I'm we, a we talked about Adams this. fan. Yeah. I was just surprised. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not mad at yeah, DK yeah. Metcalf. I just thought you were going to give him, like, at least one nah, more year. I wanted but, to do it just because he's, do, he's doing it at a level that nobody literally. Ex- yeah. I'm talking about this is a third or late second round pick. Yeah, everybody had he marked off. 
and he's literally the best wide receiver his whole life. Literally, people didn't think he was going to be this. Well, I will say in his defense, I don't think it was more so that they didn't think he was capable. I think there was just a lot of off-field issues that he was also yeah. experiencing me, that had that him drop. Yeah. Injury, but all of a sudden, he runs a bad little agility drill, and I'm like, well, son, that, if you pay yeah. attention to the tape. <laughs> His routes is Bro, good like, when he does the main nine. Yeah. And that's all you need to do. Wow. I, I'm with but it. No, I, I trust me. I'm, I'm with it. the Adams fan. They're, they're 1A, 1B. I, they're interchangeable. The only thing I say that I, I would say when it comes to, like, the complete wide receiver, the reason why I say Devontae Adams as of today, like right now, yeah, no. is because the brother has – Elite route running skills, and I mean elite route running skills. He has crazy hands. His speed is no joke, and his football IQ. Yes, that's the one thing that I feel like he is underrated. His football IQ is crazy. Yes, so that's the that's the only reason DK Metcalf will obviously be there. Yeah, uh, especially I I I project he will also be a top in the top three discussion Mm -hmm. come year. If not year three, definitely year four. Mm-hmm. But I, but as of today, no, like who you drafting first, I would have to take De- Devontae like Adams that. until further that notice. Because like the, the one thing I will say is, unfortunately, DK he did get get locked up by Jalen, and he I did. know that's not. And I know Jaylen that's Rams not. No joke. Damn, that's what I'm no saying. Joke. It's not. That's not a bad thing. But I just like we. He still has some stuff he has to grow yeah. through. So that's the only. That's the only knock that I would mm-hmm. have. But. All right. Speaking speaking of NFC teams, right now um, we also have to make sure we we talk about this because uh, the NFC is wide open at the moment. Um, and so, who do you think is the best NFC team right God. now? I know this is hard to God. to really pick through, but there's a reason why I asked this question. Uh, the best NFC team, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm going. I'm still gonna go. It's I'm I'm not throwing I'm I don't want to throw the Buccaneers out because when they're on they're on they're on, they're on. Like, I'll, I'll tell you they on it just they didn't have no preseason da 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 all that it's tough for Tom he been in the same offense twenty years yeah. you gonna you gonna struggle a little bit yeah he, that's why he looked trash that's why he looked trash so it, it's the Bucks are there just a little bit but the best overall legit team right now man I want to say the Rams. But they so inconsistent with their offense. It's gonna have. So I would have to go to Saints. Yeah, I have to go to Saints. The Saints are they're they're in their typical Saint mode. They 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 starting to click. They yeah. coming through, man. I mean, I mean, it was the first team to clinch a playoff spot today. So Correct. they got that Correct. rolling. It's, it's right now. It's That's the New wild. Orleans Saints. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the New Orleans Saints right now. They Alvin Kamara. Is on a. I don't care what nobody say. That boy deserves some MVP votes. Please, that, that, that he deserves some MVP. Please, votes. He, he's on a different level right now. Please. I don't know who's starting to train him or whatever that. But he ain't been hurting on this year. On a different tilt. Yeah, Drew, Drew Brees like is still being Drew Brees just a little. He like that. just a little bit. But you know, they defense has stepped up tremendously. They yeah. are. Uh, we've seen this before, though. They right. they've played like a top five defense. So I'm. I'm definitely rocking with the Saints right now. The Saints okay. are that team that's they look like the NFC team to beat right now. But I'm I would t- agree. I would, but I'm just saying if if these two teams, if the Rams or Bucks get it rolling, them is two. I'm like, 
they get rolling because that Rams defense already ain't uh, that Rams defense ain't no joke. No, that ain't no joke. But if their offense get consistent, you could probably yep. put them up there. You could put them up there. Yeah. But there's a lot happening over there. I, I would agree. Um, I, the Saints are definitely the team to beat right now. My only question, and I and I'm not saying this in terms of the Bucks. Mm. Um, well, it, actually, I guess I am. I would like to say, like you know, the Rams, or I, I'm not, I'm not a believer in the Bucks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say the Seahawks until they just lost. Um, I can't get they, they defense is switched. That's my point, and that's why I'm saying, like, if you look at a lot of these teams, the Saints are really the only team that you like. All right, I, I mean, what Drew Brees may be the weak point, but I was like. That's crazy, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like if that's the but worst we, part, we've uh, seen this before. We've seen it before. Yeah, we've I, I we before. we we have. But like I said, I, I really don't have much confidence giving it to anybody else because I don't believe in Jared Goff. I don't think that the Bucks will be able to get it together in enough time yeah. to put together a playoff run. Right now, they're in a wild card spot, so that means you, you you're gonna have to go like three games mm-hmm. to get to the. So I, I just out. don't have I don't have much faith in. It. But um, speaking of getting to the Super Bowl, because uh, I know we're running up on time, but we still had to talk about this. Uh, the Chiefs are playing right now. And they're down 10-3 to three, uh, to the Broncos. <laughs> um, and our question was going to be, since the Steelers are undefeated right now and the Chiefs are, what, 10-1, and one, who should be the favorite to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC? The Chiefs. And I, listen, I know you're sitting over there cozy with your Steelers thing. on, And we're going to get into the Steelers just a right. little bit. We got a little bit of time for that, but it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs are... It's it's crazy to say, but Patrick Mahomes just keep getting better. Oh like, yeah, it just keeps oh, getting yeah. better. It, they are a, a legit video game over there, and their defense is doing what they need to do. Right. They are they're not giving up the big plays. Correct. They give you these these hunk and chuck plays, but they don't give up big plays. Right. And that's the best thing you do. You got an offense like that. Yeah, and they got the perfect D line. They get to the quarterback easily. They got that there. All right, they it's got the a, Jones. Yeah, they got a Chris Jones. They got Frank Clark over there. They got the some, they got that. Then after that, it's Patrick Mahomes. You got Le'Veon Bell over there. God, that's cheating, but it is what he it has is. He has a good performer. I hope they get him going soon, though. Oh, when they get him rolling, yeah. he he give you what he needs to do. He right. doing what he needs to do. So they got that. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey is third in the league in receiving yeah, yard, which is wild. That's crazy. The man's thirty. That's crazy. playing on an all different level. Patrick Mahomes. Usually when people get that bad, they kind of teeter off. They don't like, throw him this much yeah. now, though. But when he's throwing it. And he's still been he producing. Throwing he's throwing it. I remember last year he said this is his first year he's been able to read the defense. So I'm like, God. And I, and I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. He, he's on pace for, like I think, like about 50-plus touchdowns. Yeah. So, it's the Chiefs. Okay. It's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at you for this. Shout out to Lou because we had this conversation when he called me the other day. But you know I'm obviously going to have to be the the homer here. But I will say it's for very good reason. Because the one thing I have been hating what I've been hearing lately is the Steelers have not played anybody. They've said they're the most overrated. Right. They, and I'm I like, wanted to get I, into that. I'm huh? fine. I'm fine with that. People, I was, obviously, they said that when the Patriots had went undefeated. Like, oh, they play in the AFC East. Do you understand how hard it is to go week to week, especially in the day of COVID, 
where you're down people, you you on short weeks. That is extremely hard to do. I don't care what type of schedule you're playing. And the other thing that I wanted to say about the Steelers was mm-hmm. that if you really want to compare it to the Chiefs, the Chiefs also had, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a cakewalk, but they haven't had that tough of a schedule either. Yeah. So I feel like they're literally perfectly matched for each other, and I hope we get to see them yeah. in the AFC Championship game. But the only difference is one has taken an L and the other one has not taken an L. So, and the other thing I would say is the Steelers have younger players on their team and they don't have the chemistry and they're still 11 and 0. So, I will say if they manage to get their act together, I will, I have all the confidence that they can be favored mm-hmm. to go because I trust the coaching staff more than I trust the Chiefs mm-hmm. even though they won, but I trust the, the Chiefs cuz they got Patrick Mahomes, right? He's, yeah. he's yeah. been balling. Yeah. So, but I like I said I would love to see that okay. AFC Championship okay. game because personally if you ask me I think the Steelers have more wide receiver weapons. They have the Chiefs have, you know, Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, mm-hmm. but you don't know what you're getting from Sammy Watkins and them boys I from time that. to time. It's really you, you hope that. that, you know, uh Tyree Kill stretch the field and then you know you get Travis Kelsey doing this thing winning his one on one battles. Mm-hmm. But now the Steelers got Eric Ebron and it's like who the heck are you gonna guard? Like literally, who you gonna guard? Everybody is a possession receiver at this point. So, but I, I think it. Like I said, I would love to see that. Okay. Um, we got NFL playoff predictions. Shutting eleven and zero people up. Eleven and zero doubters up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The Chiefs. If you check their schedule, they have not had a very tough schedule either. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) so. All right. So NFL playoff predictions, my brother. Um. I know we can we can do this in a multitude of ways, but I'd rather just get us into how we did it last season. Mm-hmm. And who are we taking? Because this is obviously it's expanded playoffs yeah. this year. So seven of them, right? So, yeah, or eight. So I think it's seven. It's okay, seven. all right, seven. all right. Seven. So who are you taking per division? We'll do that. Who is per coming division. out of each division? Okay, okay. AFC West, the Chiefs. Right, the Chiefs easily. AFC North, the Steelers should be coming. No brownies. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. We'll see when they play out. Yeah, that's true. I, that's I true. see they legit because I will say though they definitely turn they turning me into some believers. Like okay, they got something going on over there. That's yeah. what's up. But um, then AFC East. That's I, the one. I, I want to roll. Well, we're not we're not gonna win it. It's gonna be the Bills. We, okay. we are we already down. We already down. So the Bills gonna do that. Uh, and then AFC South. South. Yep. The Colts. Wow. Colts. Talk to me. Should be the Colts. Should, I mean, dog, you saw you saw it today. You like I the, know the Brown, the Titans. And the thing is, the crazy thing is, it's not even their offense. That's what's crazy. Yeah. It's the 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 uh, Titans have took a way backwards. They have a good offense now. They have no wow. defense. They have no defense, Wild. which is crazy for a Mike Vrabel led team. You know, so they have no legit defense. It's really just their linebackers, and they don't have a, they don't have no pass rush. Right. It's just David Alcani, which is easy to guard, and then boom, just, you can triple team them all there, double team them, and then boom. So yeah, they don't have no legit defense, and Malcolm Butler is slowing down on his All Pro things so. <laughs> by the by the week. by the day. So <laughs> yeah, so and, and the Colts are 
as much as people gave flack to Phillip Rivers, man, he got them boys playing. And their defense is on an all tilt. So, shout out Frank Wright. Shout out yeah. Frank Wright, man. He got those boys playing. So, yeah, the Colts. Okay. Okay. Colts. I, I actually will agree with everything. I will. I am going to hold reserve on – I will hold reserve on these two teams. I personally still think I'm fortunate, and I don't like the Titans. I still personally think they might end up running away. Winning the, winning the I, South? Yes, really? just because I, I feel like the Colts, they're giving me too much inconsistency week to week. I really don't know what their approach is. That's mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. – at least I know what the Titans' approach is, and if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. True. That's the only thing I give But they, the they expanded Titans. on passing it. Like I get I said, it, yeah. It's just their defense. And, it's the Titans' defense. I'm and just like, their defense is awful. Yeah. It's just they go get somebody awful. that can at least slow them down a little bit – they're going to lose. Right, exactly. They're going to lose. Exactly. That's why I think the Colts, the Colts actually have the defense built to stop the run. Right, them. right. So that's why I right. give it to them. And I, and I would agree with that. Um, and then the other team I have a whole reserve on, I do think the Bills will win, but I am I have like this weird suspicion that Miami is going to get their act together. I mean, granted, they have not looked as good as the they did in the game. Eight and four, man. But man, I'm just like, as long as they're winning – they're giving me optimism that they could potentially make this thing work. So then they're gonna come out there. I don't. I don't know. I, it I would just see. be interesting to see. They, they have a good defense uh, over there. But as far as the NFC is concerned, okay. Um, I will say the NFC South. Mm, just, I'll take. Just, I'll, it was the Saints. Actually, say, yeah, at this point, division, I guess yeah, they 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 are already solidified. Um. NFC North, I guess we'll go with the with the Packers. Don't have to, man. Um, yeah, ain't nobody else scaring nobody. NFC East, that's the one. That's well, I the guess. One, huh? Be real with yourself here. I mean, come on. <laughs> Who I like, I know you ain't saying the Eagles after the way they look. They bitch. I don't know, bro. Like, I want to take I want to take the Redskins, but I guess I would have to go the Giants at this point. That's the they hardest. Look, this is the hardest look, one. They look the better team. Yeah, they I take the, the Giants. And as far as the NFC West, I really – that's still a toss-up to me. But I'll take the Rams just because I feel like they have the better roster at this point. But that's a toss-up. What about you, though? South, the Saints. Uh, North, Packers. I, I still don't know how the Cowboys was even thought to win the division. I mean, not the Cowboys, <laughs> the, the Bears. I don't know how the Bears thought they was going to win that division. Whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I will I will wholeheartedly take accountability. Uh, everybody thought that, that five and one they start off with. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. okay. Now I look okay. at them; they lost seven in a row. But um, let's see. And then you said NFC West. NFC West. That's the NFC East and I'm the going, NFC West. I'm going. I'm gonna have to go with the the Rams. I'm gonna have to go with the Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Rams. Yeah, it's the Rams. They they defense. Is a like I said, a different level. Right. They have the perfect defense to match up with a lot of people. It's golf. Yeah. It's just golf. And then <laughs> NFC East, I'm going to the Giants. They, man, it's like just seeing the stats and seeing how they play against a, that's a pretty good offense yeah. in Seattle. <laughs> they they got some they good wins. Down. They looking good. They win it. They beat the Bengals and stuff like that. They winning what they supposed to be winning. Correct. Correct. And then you get a good win against a good team. You telling me something? I like that, man. I like that. I like that, mm-hmm. brother. All right. Before we end off, though, I know we talked about my Steelers, but I do want I want this to be Wesley giving us his man. just let him have his man. vent session and just let him know they had a great win today. Oh, by the way, did a big win. That was a big 45-0. win. Forty-five zero was a big win. Maybe big I, win. maybe we just got the Chargers number. Who knows? Who knows? Yes. But 
I would take that as well. So you just want to know if we, if we can win out and do it, if we can get in the playoffs. What, what you going to do? Just I just want to give you this opportunity to be Like I said, brother. man. You deserve is... it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew we was going to have an up and down year, but I'm not going to get mad. Like, we, we've been good pretty much all year. But one thing I will say, one thing I'm going to start off with, stop coming at Cam all the time. It ain't always his fault. It's not always his fault. For real people that watch football know that, like, and I say this every week, the wide receivers he have just don't match him. And one on top of that, we don't have no legit wide receivers. That is true. So it's tough. And it's then on true. top of that, if if anything, today should have showed you that they are trying to dumb down the game because they don't have nothing else. We just know we have Cam Newton. We don't have the wide receivers that he can throw it to. We don't have the tight ends he can throw it to. Damn, so we we that's what I'm saying. Like he don't have everybody keeps saying, well, he got more picks than touch the pass and touchdown. We don't have nobody to throw it yeah. to. We don't have nobody to throw yeah. it to. The man only threw it, I think, 14 times a yeah. day. I mean, he, he don't have nobody to throw it to. So we, we're gonna be iffy in that. So yeah. what are we gonna do? The reason I think we could possibly I don't know about the Rams game. We got the Rams next week. That's a, it's a top, that's, that's going to be a good that's, that's going to be, be a good test. De- that's going to be the determiner. Yeah. But if we do make it to the playoffs, we got a team that could probably win a wild card game because we can run the ball with a multitude of ways. That is you true. You have Cam that's that able true. to run. You have Damian Harris, Sonny Michelle started to James have a little. White is doing you got well. James White yeah. who can st- do stuff out the right. backfield. We have a team where we can do gadget type stuff. You know, we can hit you with inside zone. We can hit you with outside. We can yeah. hit you with RPOs. We can hit you with the re options and all these different little option plays. I can that's go down true. the list. So we can go down the list. That is true. And so we can hit them with all those type of things. And then on top of that, when Cam has done play action, our wide receivers are able to get open. Yeah. So we have that. So we have yeah. that. So we have that. Our defense, we have the best man coverage team. I don't care what it is. I, think we, have, I think we have the best Facts. man coverage team. Shout out J.C. Jackson, Facts. man. He going to give the bag. He going to get the bag. He got, he got a seven interception today. But we have a good back end on secondary. Where I get scared at is if we go against a legit running team. Like the Ravens, well, we shut the Ravens down, which Correct. I don't. Is, I think it's just because it was raining really hard. But Still, we, if we go against somebody that has a good, good run, a run game, we're gonna lose pretty bad because our our linebackers are trash. So we we gonna be a little iffy over there. But I can see us going nine and seven. I think you said that though. Yeah, I can oh, see us. Was going, it seven and nine or nine? Nine and seven. Okay, I said that was our our best case. Yeah. Nine and seven. Uh, worst case was six and ten. Right. So I'm on both ends of the spectrum. So I think. I, we we are right, we're right there, right in, right where you thought. And just for the future next year, before we finish it off, I I personally think Cam is who we need to keep. Like we got to keep Cam and just use it all season to bring in the legit weapons. Yeah, and then of course go get a backup or get somebody in the draft next year that could be a good backup for him. I got a plethora of people that could easily be a good backup for him. But get that some wide true. receivers in this deep draft. Yeah, this is deeper than last year. <laughs> this is what this is very deeper. So if you get somebody, get some good wide receiver, please get some decent tight ends, right. and get some people that can rush the passer, and get us some fast linebackers yeah. in next year's draft or off season, and keep Cam. I think Cam is the quarterback of the future out there in New England. I, I truly believe so. He brings a lot of different to that team. He just needs the people around him. I think we could expand to be a pretty good team. I mean, we started off pretty good. My yeah, mind. like we look good in that yeah. Seahawks game. It's, we just gotta. Get some more pieces out there. So okay, that's that's my all with it, man. We we got some soul searching to now, do a little bit, and this Rams game is gonna tell us where we at. I fool with it, brother. I, like I said, you deserve that, brother, because I I know how you've viewed your apart. Patriots. They've been tearing us apart, but it's all right. But 
Thank you guys again for Man, tuning in for another for another episode. It. You guys make sure you follow us on our social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, just type in inside the locker room, you know where to find us. It's another Peace. episode. Peace.